Welcome back to our podcast. Yeah, how's everybody doing? Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, but so. we're back with new topics, new conversations, new ideas. Yes. Or, or old ideas. <laughs> also, yeah. Or ideas or situations we experience every single day in our lives. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so. That's a nice introduction. <laughs> yeah. Buongiorno, bitch. Yeah, so um, last time in our first episode or our, um, let's say, pilot. pilot episode, yeah, we introduced the fact that we're both expats, so we mm -hmm. are respectively Italian and Spanish people living in Germany. Yes. Um, but we realized we didn't really um, explain what an expat is and we would like to talk about it a little bit and maybe also see like what being an expat means and like what are some of the problems you might encounter as an expat. Yeah, uh, obviously this is a very broad topic and it won't be able, we, we won't be able to tackle every single thing in just one episode. But I think that at least for today, our idea is to just, you know, give out a couple of, you know, definitions on it and then also explore the friendship topic when yes. while you're living abroad in another country so yeah i think um greta has pre has prepared some some definitions on 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 you know the meaning of the word expat because actually we've realized that there are different ways of interpreting this word and we had no idea so Exactly, yeah. So when we decided that we wanted to talk a little bit about this topic, I just like, like every basic person, I just looked it up in Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why we have a degree, people. So actually, um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> now that you say that. Um, yeah, I will give you a really basic um, definition from Wikipedia, as I said, um, an expatriate often shortened to expat, is a person residing in a country other than their native country. So that's very simple. Yeah, that's easy. Um, the term often refers to professionals, skilled workers or artists taking positions outside their home country, either independently or sent abroad by their employers, 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 sorry, which can be companies, universities and blah, blah, blah. So after I found this quite general um, definition, I was a bit confused about the fact that expat sounds to me like the same thing as, an, as a migrant or immigrant. Mm -hmm. So I looked up um, what's the difference between mm -hmm. migrant and expat and I was actually quite shocked to know that there are a lot of nuances to these words. Yeah, definitely. So um, for example, Expat, so the term expat can carry different connotations because from one perspective it can be seen something more like um, snob kind of. So it's like mm. connotations that Western people usually have about someone 
going to live abroad to just like make a fancy experience yeah. kind of it sounds like it's someone that moves to another country not because they they have to like not out of necessity but like just to explore new uh i don't know job options or experience different lifestyle right like it sounds yeah. like 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 a decision you you take uh voluntarily and true you yeah. don't have to do it in order to i don't know protect your family or be able to afford your rent or something like that exactly so. yeah it also has to do with wealth so people mm. like already being wealthy and just moving to another country you know as you said also like to just not because they really have to, mm -hmm. but maybe they want to um, make some new experiences. So mm -hmm. there is also some racism in there, like some racist connotations. Racist or, or maybe xenophobist. As yeah. Well. yeah. But um, what about the description of immigrants or what being an immigrant is? Mm -hmm. uh, well, an immigrant is a person who comes to live permanently in a foreign country. Or just one that immigrates. Yeah. Permanently. Maybe that's yeah. that's also one of the differences, right? Yeah. Because that's also that one of the differences. Sounds more like someone that is just living there for a short period of time and immigrant is permanent. Exactly. But at the same time there is also migrant. Mm -hmm. Migrant. Migrant. Which is who is a person who moves from one place to another in order to find work or better living conditions. Mm -hmm. So, for example, with migrant, there isn't necessarily this idea that it's someone who's going to stay forever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for example, on the other end, there are people who say that the term expat can have a bad connotation because there is this sense that since you're an expat, you're, you don't really want to be integrated in this oh, new community okay, where yeah, you're going to. Um, so there is... There is more of a sense of detachment mm -hmm, there. Definitely. While migrant or immigrant um, is someone, I mean, theoretically or like in these nuances that I found online, it sounds more like someone who is coming to this new country with the intention of becoming a part of this new community. Or maybe, I mean, this is just out of the top of my head, but I guess that... Um, sometimes it's not the intention of uh, becoming part of a certain society, but it's just uh, m just a, a, a result of, of the will to adapt yourself to a place so you can mm -hmm. have better living conditions, right? Because if you... Like, and a lot of experts, the experts I know at least, um, for example, they only speak English. But if you're an immigrant and you're living in Germany and you want to find... A job like you you need to <laughs> to speak german yeah and yeah. um so yeah i think the 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 part of of, of money and wealth and and how well off you are it's still one of the defining lines here right yeah you're right because maybe because yeah. maybe if you have eight degrees and i don't know stable income you you don't feel the need to integrate yourself so much in a society because you already have everything. But if you're an immigrant coming from a country, I don't know, from a war zone, for example, or a mm -hmm. country where you don't have that many job opportunities, you'd need to integrate in order to have some, I don't know, 
advantages, I guess. Yeah, it becomes more of a necessity. Yeah, exactly. To so really become part necessity. of this yeah. new society. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously there are some problems you might encounter while while um, going to a new country as mm-hmm. an expat or as an migrant or immigrant. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, like now you made the example um, of Germany. Yeah. <laughs> that if you come to Germany is better to know the language also because of the job opportunities Mm -hmm. so i think definitely one of the main difficulties is overcoming the language barrier yeah um yeah definitely yeah but i think i mean learning the local language is of course always uh like an important factor of Mm -hmm. moving to another country but i guess that at least not only in the pro- in the professional world, but also in terms of relationships. I f- and this is just my personal experience. I don't know if it's true or not, but mm-hmm. I feel that if you want to make friends here or be close to someone that is German, uh, you need to speak German as well. Yeah. Um, but also before we completely move on to the, this other topic, I would just likely like to ask you, Greta, with which definition. Um, do you either identify? Sorry, <laughs> I almost died. Money <laughs> is dying. <laughs> End um, of the podcast. <laughs> I think I just forgot to swallow my own saliva for a long time, and now I, I feel okay. Uh, now I'm better. Um, which with which definition do you feel more identified with, with expat or with immigrant? Mm. I think I identify more with an with a immigrant mm-hmm. because I work in Germany and I mean, I obviously don't know already if I'm gonna live forever in Germany or whatever, but I feel like the period where where this was just like an experience has it's expired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it would be also you know? be interesting to know um until which point someone can call themselves an expat like is it like one year two years because if the Mm -hmm. the the, one of the main distinctions is the is how the if you're permanent or not yeah 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 i think um my opinion is that it's it doesn't really have to do something with the time like with the length of time you're Mm -hmm. staying one place but with the intention like yeah for example, let's say I am coming to Germany for one year as an Erasmus student. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm going back to my university in my home country. Yeah, but you're not even an expat when you're an Erasmus student because you're not like. Yeah, that's true. It's... That was a bad example. But let's say then with w- let's make an example with work. For mm-hmm. example, yeah. I I know I'm coming to Germany to work for one year, um, and I want to do this experience. So that when I go back to my home country, maybe I will have better chances. Mm-hmm. For me, for example, this sort of mentality would be more like an expat mentality, kind mm-hmm. of. Like, I will go to this new country because I can, not because I have to. Yeah. And I want this as an experience. But in my in the back of my mind, I know definitely I'm going to go back. Yeah. I don't know if it makes sense, but probably no, like... Does. In the mom- the moment where you when you are in this new country and you start to decide for yourself, this is more like a permanent thing. I feel like I might have found 
a community that I like. I might want to stay here maybe longer mm -hmm. or like I don't really feel like or I don't really see myself going back to my home country like very soon. I think in that point maybe you become more of a of, of a immigrant mm -hmm. because you start to feel more like a part of this new community. You probably have like a job or maybe some friends or a partner or whatever and yeah your perspective yeah. on the Change. country and your own life changes as well i also would like to add that uh, i have a feeling this expat uh, description is also more widely used by um english-speaking people mm -hmm. or people that come from english-speaking countries um Yeah, maybe I don't know if that has to do with the with the wealth factor as well. That maybe um, I don't know if you come from richer countries, you consider yourself and more th more than an expert expert than an immigrant. Also, because if you watch the news or I guess also historically, the word immigrant always has this like um, struggling connotation yeah, to it. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah. yeah, it's crazy how how words can carry so much. I don't know history mm. in their backs right like, yeah of course like words really define our world yeah i think is. as being both linguist marina yeah you can definitely say that that's true <laughs> yeah words shape our world of yeah course. the languages yeah. you speak also there's a i don't know I pro if you probably know this but there's a, a linguistic theory that's called relativism linguistic mm -hmm. relativism yeah uh, that says that basically uh depending on the languages you speak your your view of the world is shaped in a different way. So, mm -hmm. Would you say, is it true for you? Like, you obviously know different languages. Obviously. Obviously, I mean... <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> so many languages. No, but I mean, of course, you are, like, your mother tongue is Spanish. Yeah. You can speak English yeah. and you could speak German. Yeah. Um, you have also now some knowledge of Italian because yeah. of a very good teacher you have. Yes, uh, I wonder <laughs> who that is. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't think you have to be a linguist to realize that the languages you speak or, um, yeah, because they also languages mean, mean context. Like you mm -hmm. don't speak English with your family, I guess. So for you, I guess Itali Italian is more of a family, friends, like home, home core language whereas english or spanish in your case is more of a yeah let's go have some wine with my friend marina <laughs> and speak spanish so yeah definitely I, i agree that um languages really like depending on the language you're speaking you also act differently yeah that's but true. this yeah. is also a topic for maybe another another <laughs> podcast episode so yeah that's true yeah but yeah Okay, and yeah, we also said we wanted to focus a bit on the topic of friendship in yes. being an expat. Yeah, because friendships, I mean, friendship is the most, I would say it's the most important thing in the in the world <laughs> because it, it encompasses so many things. It mm -hmm. can encompass your family, your partner, your partners. <laughs> um, we don't judge. <laughs> no, of course. Um, really. That's another, <laughs> that's another topic. Uh, polyamory. Uh, let's bring people that are polyamorous to the podcast and hear about their experiences. That would be cool. 
Um, I think everything that's good with our society and our world has to do with friendship and <laughs> the human need of connection and interaction and the need to belong somewhere. Um, so friendships and finding making new friends is usually, you know, it can be a struggle for everyone or a lot of people in a lot of contexts, but especially if you're an expat and you're in another in another country where you don't really, you know, you you feel lost, you don't speak the language very well, it can be quite hard. So we both have experienced this. We have some tips. And we are gonna we we're, we're ready to. Speed them out like, <laughs> like a gun. Yeah, that's oh, that sounds good. weird. Speed something out. No, <laughs> forget about it. Um, that's a native. nice point to to say again that we're not English yeah. um, native, native speakers. Yeah, I think that we should definitely have a like a audio track where we that we always repeat every now and then like. <laughs> We are not native English speakers. <laughs> like, and we maybe we just like put it like edit edit our our podcast and put it there every now and then. You know, every every ten minutes. Just gonna be reminded. <laughs> yeah. <of that. laughs> so yeah, uh, we don't. Um, we are not native English speakers, and we also love to make things up, like uh, in you know while speaking, not in our real lives. I guess. <laughs> Is your <laughs> name <knows>. Reta? <laughs> I cannot <laughs> trust you anymore. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, well, just so you guys have some background, um, Greta and I actually met through a Facebook group. Yes. Which for some people, especially young people, I feel, from the generation set, or I don't know which one that is, but, you know, young people, I think that might sound even even archaic and old. Mm, what is Facebook? Yeah, what's, what are, <laughs> what's a Facebook group? Uh, but we did, we did, like, a friend of ours, uh, Alex, he posted, uh, he commented on an on a international friends in Cologne or something uh, group. Hey, people, uh, I would like to find, I don't know, people who want to go hiking and do sports and blah, blah, blah. And Greta and I either liked the post or commented. So then Alex created a, a Facebook group, uh, a message, messenger group with a lot of people. 22 people or something right mm -hmm. and then out of those 22 people we had like a smaller group mm -hmm. of maybe well i got people. to the group through another friend though ah, but still sorry, like yeah so you you didn't comment on alex uh post but you were I mean, not really with... like i i think i saw the post oh, actually but then i i came into the group like through another person but still like it all worked out through facebook so yeah. i don't think there is so much difference but yeah, I think through our story, we can definitely suggest um, to use this kind of, um, how do you say it? Like, like social media platforms. Yeah, exactly. To use social media platforms, like obviously be careful. Like, yeah, yeah you never know <laughs> who's there. Uh, but at the same time, like um, I feel when you go, especially when you go to live to a big city, like, like Cologne, where we are at the moment, there are a lot of groups that you can find yeah. on Facebook, for example. I'm just sorry. I'm oh. just in time to wonder. Like, we met for a hiking group. We never went hiking. Yeah. Like how, as if we were the most 
motivated people in the world to. Hey, to no one knows. Don't say that. Yeah, no, but be. it's funny because like there we have so many things in common. We share so many interests, and it's funny that out all of them, <laughs> what really united <laughs> us and and made this friendship happen was the hiking group. Yeah, that's that's super yeah. weird to me as well. Yeah, but yeah, internet is your friend. Yeah, just try. I mean, be careful. Um, I can give this suggestion as being I think somewhat more introvert than Marina that for me um, for example it's better if I know someone a little bit already before really going out together and make some activities like hiking like hiking <laughs> which we obviously didn't do um, I mean not obviously we well, I mean <laughs> I've I've done hiking I've gone hiking okay yeah yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. you too probably and <laughs> You went for a walk, yes, I did, really long I did. walk one day. No, I just meant I with this, obviously, I meant that it's not that we met all the time just to go hiking. No, like basically, we met to, you know, over, over drinks. Yeah, we did multiple activities. <laughs> activities, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, going back to the topic, um, I feel like if you're some somewhat introvert, it might be good to you really use this social media platform to just start a conversation with someone to really to have this um, this first step mm-hmm. out there and really seeing like who's there like who would like to meet up and who would like to get to know mm-hmm. new people um, because it can give you a little bit of confidence like if you start to talk with someone then the moment you meet up it's probably gonna be a little bit less um, mm-hmm. embarrassing awkward. yeah, yeah less awkward so. This is a suggestion I would make uh, for someone who is like not super extrovert. Like for me, I don't think I would be able to go to an event and just being like socializing with people. I don't know, like out of nowhere. I don't see myself really doing that. But for example, if I knew that someone who's maybe in the same Facebook group as me is there so I know this person is also looking mm-hmm. for friends maybe I would like have some more courage to go speak to yeah. this person you know yeah, that makes sense so I feel like this could be a nice way to find someone there are Facebook groups there are there are also like um, I don't know like international offices like yeah. you can also try it through universities yeah, in especially case if you're, you're a student that's yeah in case you're a probably student, easier yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I studied in Siegen, for example, they had a really nice international office with a lot of activities planned. So there was also there was also a good opportunity to meet new people. Yeah, I think um, the problem comes when you move to another country and you're not a student anymore. Yeah, I think that has to be the most yeah most difficult yeah. thing, and that's I think that's when Facebook groups come handy. Yeah, because like, most of the people yeah. we know from our hiking group uh they are not i think i'm the last student in the group because uh, yeah, all, all the others are working already so yeah i definitely noticed the difference when i when i came here to cologne because i came here um i mean i was still a student but i was only writing my master thesis so i wasn't going to university mm. anymore so at first, it was almost impossible to meet people like out of nowhere. And I was so used to meeting people quite easily and quite fast, like mm. through university 
and stuff like that. So I think to me, like um, the first time that I really used all these groups and social media platforms was really when I moved here to Cologne and I realized, okay, I'm almost not a student anymore. I'm going to work. Um, how do I meet people? Like, yeah. It's super weird, but yeah. Also because obviously you can be super lucky and have like very good colleagues, which I also have, for example. But still, like, I feel like it's not so easy to have colleagues who are like also, let's say, your best friends because somehow there is a tendency to separate work and yeah. friendships. Like, not extremely. Like, I... I'm definitely not saying you can be friends with your co-workers because that's not true. I have a lot of friends in my uh, that I met through my previous jobs and my current jobs. So Yeah, you see. Like, but it also depends yeah. on how old people are, I guess. Because yeah, if, you, exactly, if your colleagues yeah. are all like married and have like five, 65 children, then <laughs> it's difficult to, of course, like meet up with them because they're constantly busy. But yeah, uh, but yeah I think you made the right decision to put yourself out there and say, hey, I need friends. I think the moment you, you you make a friend that's a little bit extroverted and knows more people, you're fine because this person can introduce you to other mm-hmm. groups of people. Yeah. But true. you really need to make that first move. And sometimes it's scary and awkward and you feel... Yeah, you feel like you're almost in a like school dance. That you're mm-hmm. waiting there to... For someone to say, hey, do you want to dance with me? But no one is saying that. So you have to be the one to, you know, stand up and say, I'm going to find myself, my own dance partner. I don't need anyone else. <laughs> that that was a terrible, terrible metaphor. But you know what I mean, right? I, hope. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So just, because, <laughs> just so you know, people know, this is the second time we record this episode not exactly the same one but we we already did like a previous we tried to record this previously the the expact and friendship episode and this is the second time you say you make a distinction between you between you and me between like being introverted (laughs) and extroverted so i want to ask you like how do you why do you feel how why do you make that uh distinction because i I would never Mm. (laughs) i think i would I don't. I don't think I would consider myself an extrovert. Uh, extrovert. I would think, because hmm. I, I don't know. I like asking a lot of questions, but I don't think I'm like showing everybody or talking about to everybody about my life and stuff like that. No. Um, no, but so, I mean, extrovert doesn't necessarily mean that you're not private. Like, you know what I mean. I'm always confused by the distinction that's why I ask you because also you know a lot of stuff about psychology and things like that so maybe you know more <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah what makes you no. an introvert and what makes me an extroverted uh, extrovert why do you know or do you know when you meet someone for the first time do you instantly know if they're an ex- introvert or an extrovert hmm that's a good question I mean to me personally, there is like a difference between being uh, a private person and an introvert person because someone can be extrovert, meaning someone likes being 
with other people and doesn't have difficulty talking to new people or getting along with a group of people, let's say, mm -hmm. um, but can still be very private, meaning they don't share that much about their private life or they're gonna talk a lot, but just like about like more superficial things. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, you can still be, you can be quite introvert. So mm, when I say introvert, I mean like having more difficulty um, being out there, like showing people how you really are and just like um, getting to know people quite fast, let's mm -hmm. say. But at the same time, you can also be uh, quite open, like... I consider, for example, myself to be quite introvert, meaning that for me it's not easy if I don't know you to really like come to you and being like extrovert, meaning trying to get to know you and like um, I'm not, I don't think I'm really good at, ex at establishing this first like connection. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I can be very open, meaning when I when I start with this relationship and I. I start this first uh, connection, let's say, then I tend to be quite open about my life or about my thoughts. And then it's not like, okay. it's not like I am um, private in that sense. So would you say that maybe the this ex distinction between being an introvert and extrovert can be mainly or should be only, I don't know, applied to the first, in the this initial phase stage of a relationship well there are obviously other differences like um if you are introvert maybe like you won't enjoy being in a large group of people is that your case as well mm, i would say yes unless this this large part of people are all people i really know and like Unless this large, pe this large group of people are cats. <laughs> all also, <of> them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if all the people were cats, then I would be super That would be sorry. better. <laughs> no, but... Um, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying like... You're always right, honey. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> always. But based like on my, I don't know, experience or assumptions, I would say like if you're extrovert... You will also enjoy being surrounded by people, meaning you like going to big parties and maybe you don't find yourself too overwhelmed when you're surrounded also by people you don't really know. Mm -hmm. While maybe when you're an introvert, you try to make yourself small. You don't really want to, I don't know, like to be alone with people you don't mm -hmm. really know, kind of, because you are scared of not being able to establish a connection or like um, say something um, yeah so I think there is also a difference there and then obviously like extrovert people might always prefer going out than stay in uh, because they just like I mean not always but there are there is the tendency that they want to be surrounded by other people because that's something that makes make them feel good and it's like their element, let's say. While maybe more introvert person would rather like either meet with just like super close friends and that's it. Or being more like, I don't know, alone kind of. 
Mm, I think I, I disagree a bit with that because I. You do. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit because I think, uh, in the end, the introvert or extrovert is like just the outer appearance of mm-hmm. someone, I guess. And for example, if you consider myself, if you consider me an extrovert, I would have to say that I l- I love being with people. I would really consider myself a social butterfly, but I love being on my own. And I'm, when I say on my own, I mean alone with no one else. Just mm-hmm. me and my stuff, my thoughts, my projects, my whatever. And I really need it. And if I don't have that, I might go crazy. So, I don't know. I think it's a... Mm-hmm. It's weird. Well, yeah, it's not like it's one thing excludes the other, though, yeah. right? It's like, you can obviously be both. Like, mm. maybe you have more a tendency to be more extrovert but still you're also like an introvert in the mm-hmm. sense that you need your time alone to recharge and mm, but i think a lot of people are yeah have that yeah maybe a lot of people are also like a bit in the middle mm. like yeah. they're they're always yeah uh, grises entre blanco y negro <laughs> i don't know how you say that yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a spectrum kind yes, of. I think spectrum. Yeah. That's a beautiful word, by the way. Spectrum. Spectrum. <laughs> spectrum patronum. Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh my god. Mm-mm. So if you don't like Harry Potter, please don't listen to your to our podcast because we don't like you. <laughs> that's true. Although we should be no, just tolerant. Kidding. Yeah. Otherwise, our three <laughs> listeners are yeah, just our... gonna go away. Because I'm not sure if my mom has read Harry Potter. To be honest, and she's gonna be one of the. <laughs> And the only one listening. But so, so let's go back to the tips. For, yeah. Especially for introverts. Because if you're an extrovert, you might know this already. You might be okay. You might have made 100 friends on the plane alone. So we are not talking to you, okay? Just introverts here. Please listen up. To recap, just first one would be social media. Or not the first one as in a ranking, but like one of the points of in a list would be mm-hmm. social media so facebook groups for example yeah telegram i guess it has also like stuff like that mm-hmm. um also something we mentioned the first time we tried recording this is that at least in germany it's easier to make friends in summer mm-hmm. but i mean of course everywhere if it's summer and warm people are gonna be more open and more willing to talk to you because you know sun makes people happy always <laughs> But I think in Germany, there's a very big difference. Like, between winter and summer, there's a huge difference. Uh, One of my friends, she's from Argentina, Pola. She told me that if I ever wanted to make good friends, good German friends, I had to catch them like like Pokemons (laughs) in summer (laughs) before it got too cold. Because otherwise, in winter, everybody's at home or like at big parties. But, you know, it's more difficult to... Create mm-hmm. your group of people. That's true. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, try to use summer as much as possible. And also we talked about beer or alcohol. which mm-hmm. You mean in the episode that didn't, yeah, didn't, that make, didn't, it. didn't make it to the, <laughs> yeah. to the public sphere. Um, I mean, of course, this is problematic. And of course, you, you don't have to be, you don't have to drink alcohol at all to make friends. But, but in <laughs> Germany. <laughs> yeah, but it makes, no. it makes things easier. Yeah. Like, makes people more... Relaxed. Yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> desinhibidos. I don't know how you say that. Desinhibidos? Desinhibidos? Well, I don't know. Open. Yeah, more open, yeah. I also have another tip um, for introverts. 
um, if you have the chance of um, having people from your own country, meaning like close friends that you know from your own country coming over um, to your new country, you could use that chance to go out with this person or with this group of people visiting you to also meet new people because that's I feel a good like, one right that's super good. like I feel for example um, let's say I have a very good friend from Italy visiting me and we go out together I don't know partying or whatever and we happen to get to know I don't know another girl or a guy or whatever um, maybe I would feel more confident because I'm not alone I am with someone I know well so maybe I would be in a like um, better environment yeah you're more comfortable yeah. you feel that you are in your own you know element. <laughs> your element yeah I yeah. think actually I've never thought about it but and I think it also happens I mean for everybody like it's way easier to be open when there's at least like when you have a friend nearby mm-hmm. like it, they good friends always take the best like show the best side of you mm-hmm so you're the I don't know. I always feel feel inspired, or I feel always feel more po- powerful when I have someone near me that knows me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great tip. So use your old friends to get new <laughs> friends. Yeah, if it's possible, obviously, like depending where you where you're going, like we're talking like in um, Europe based here, so mm-hmm. it's not yeah. super easy, super hard for people to visit that's you. True. But still, like, even if it's not possible, let's say maybe you are going to Australia and your home country is Italy. So, I mean, yeah, probably your friends won't make it to, I mean, won't visit you necessarily. Uh, But, for example, you can then use the chance of, I don't know, you talking on Skype with them just to, like, get some confidence before going out. I don't know, like... yeah. Like, stuff like that, you know, you can try to, um, because, you know, like, finding new relationships is always hard. But what we forget sometimes is that we we already have some relationships in our life, like, Mm -hmm. being friends from your home country, but also being your family or whatever you feel more, I mean, whoever you you feel more confident with. And there is, um, (laughs) it's not wrong (laughs) using these relationships to help you find new relationships because these relationships are actually part of who you are and are going to help you to, um, yeah, to Mm -hmm. make you feel better and maybe to give you some courage to go out there and meet new people. Yeah. Yeah. And I also would like to give another tip and that is one that I think, I don't know if it was my mom, some random Netflix movie or a friend I have no idea it's super basic but it is that if you want things to happen you need to be outside like if you stay in you're not gonna meet anyone you're not gonna I mean you can I don't know read it's a book nice and something we are saying but that <laughs> during a pandemic yeah of course not now yeah <laughs> not now but in, when things are normal and they will be normal I hope um if you're sad, if you're not feeling well, if you're like, oh my god, I don't know anybody here, I feel like shit, I'm so alone, staying in, I mean, just stay one day home, just like cry if you have to, just like enjoy your misery, 
I don't know, do whatever you have to do for one day. But then the second day you have to get out there. And it doesn't matter if you're actively talking to people. Just by being out there in a museum or in a cafe or wherever that is, um, you're still there. And maybe some extrovert will come to you and adopt you, ad adopt you <laughs> as, their, as their introvert friend. So yeah, magic doesn't happen just because you have to make things happen. So put your fancy or whatever outfit you feel the most confidence uh confident with um on put your shoes on uh or take, don't or don't <laughs> if, uh and then of course don't forget your uh, whatever your keys your wallet your id you know <laughs> and just just be there just be there yeah that's the biggest yeah. thing i think we We got some nice tips, right? Yes. I mean, um, someone is going to make a statue out of this uh, <laughs> podcast. Like, oh my God, the podcast has saved my life. Yeah, right. <laughs> But um, of course, we will be adding more pieces of advice. Yes. Like, in the ne next few episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. would uh, just like to close... Um, this topic like also going back to the whole theme of like expat immigrants or whatever um just by by saying one one sentence that i happened to read um, i think it was on instagram but that really is that live love love <laughs> <laughs> is that the sentence you want to say <laughs> no okay um But just because, like, while we were talking now, I also thought about the importance of words and how words from other languages can also shape our word and help us understand our feelings a little bit better. And I read that being an expat or, like, being immigrant in this case um, is like experiencing Heimweh and... Fernweh at the same time. Mm. And I thought that was really beautiful. Um, so Heimweh for people that, who don't speak German. Like my mom. <laughs> Hi mom. Hi mom. <laughs> so Heimweh is just like when you're sad because you miss home. And Fernweh is when you're sad because you're longing for distant places. Like you want to travel, for example. or mm -hmm. Right? Like you're, you're longing for that. And I thought it was very beautiful because um, I feel that like most of the time. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's crazy because you, you're never one thing or the other. You're never one place or the other. You're constantly in between these two like worlds. So it's a interesting experience. Do you think that you will ever feel completely at home here? Mm. Do you see yourself? Hmm. Imagine you stay here forever because whatever reason um do you think you would always you would feel like you're completely comfortable completely at peace with yourself and the place you're in and completely just yourself mm -hmm. or do you think that you will always have that piece of your heart being <laughs> like oh home yeah i think i think i might be um like 100 at home somewhere like in germany or in italy but like uh regarding your question like i can definitely see myself feeling at home in germany but at the same time i think i will always be at home in more than one place like i feel like for me home that's good is more than one place and it has more to do with the people 
were there. That is true. <laughs> I feel like this is this is kind of like a this quote turning, from I don't know where, but <laughs> this is turning cheesy, guys. It's, it's yeah. cheesy, cheesy o'clock. <laughs> Today I was kind of cheesy. Yeah, mm. that's true. Well, mm. okay. So if you are um, willing to. <laughs> please do <laughs> please help us out send us an email or whatever it is just yeah. like send us an emoji we don't care please use a freaking email address let us know you exist <laughs> which is buongiornobi at, at outlook.com oh. no. <laughs> so buongiorno is be like baseball <laughs> you like urine oh my god Oh, like Orlando or Orange, and like November. G like Greta. I like ice cream. Oh, like oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, like 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 like. Octopus. Mm-hmm. Are like. <laughs> no. Like Rome? Ah, Rome. Oh my god, yeah. And like no and O oh, like. Oh. <laughs> like like oak. Yeah. And oh. then there is another B, like bitch. Like bitch. Or so, like, yeah. like or or a bee like. Like a bee. Yeah. Insect. Like the bee, because our podcast is Buongiorno Bee, the insect, of course, <laughs> at Outlook. So out, like, out of here and look like, hey, look, this is the new episode of the Buongiorno Bee podcast. Yeah. Outlook. Out. Outlook. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. Yeah. Um, yeah. So send us your regards, your um, your 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 suggestions, whatever. Yeah, if you have also memes. opinions about the topics we discuss, or you want us to talk about, yeah, or to share topics, up. just just say something. Yeah, or if you want to sponsor us, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we like food and, and coffee clothes and, and <laughs> money. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay then. Bye. Bye. See you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye bye.